Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. First, I want to apologize for not releasing an episode last week. As you may know, I am an elementary school teacher and school is slowly coming to an end. For me, I have about four weeks left and my students are getting really antsy over it. Um, also, if you didn't know, I am pregnant with my very first baby. We are having a baby boy to be due in June. So my brain has just been all over the place trying to make sure that I end the school year strong as well as prepare for our new little man to join the household. I just wanted to let you know that snippet about me so please be patient as I try my best to continue my routine of publishing stories once per week. This story is from a listener. It is a tad long so we're going to get right into it. Please enjoy. This happened a long time ago. My boyfriend and I were at the end of our relationship. I apologize in advance and warn you that I do have to tell our boring background story about our relationship. It's nothing interesting, but it is relevant to the story for the purpose of understanding the situation of where his brain was at. I want to say that our relationship was not bad or horrible in any way. Actually, he was one of the sweetest person that I had ever dated. The only problem was that I felt he had been comfortable for too long. Although he took care of my emotional needs, he did not contribute to my needs financially. We were young adults. I was going to college full-time, I had a job full-time, I had an apartment, and was pretty active overall. He, on the other hand, did not have a job or a car, followed me wherever I went, and basically lived with me because he was over so much. As much as I appreciated his love to be around me, I wished that he also took time to find his individuality and do things for himself. It did not help that he was hard-headed too. Whenever I talked to him about either going back to school or getting a job or even getting a hobby he liked, he would avoid the topic. It was like he was set to this stay-at-home figure for me to drive around, feed, buy things for, pay trips for, and live rent-free. I loved him a lot, but that was my problem. I loved him way too much. He had been this way for three years, basically since the beginning of our relationship. One day, I decided that our relationship was not going to work in the future if he didn't step up his game to help me. I was broke paying for two and my loans were stacking. Take a minute to ask yourself, would you want to spend the rest of your life and have children with someone who refuses to help you financially? People always say money doesn't buy you everything true, but money can keep you comfortable, and I was not comfortable with the way this would turn out. I was tired of being this sugar mom for him or whatever, so I gave him the ultimatum, get a job to help out or we break up. I understood that change takes time, so I gave him six months, which is plenty of time in my opinion. I'm not sure how serious he took it, but nothing changed. So we broke up. I'm going to cut to the part where it began. 
my boyfriend became suicidal. He would text me dark thoughts about dying or post on his social media about leaving the world, things like that. One day he texted me an odd message, basically explaining to me about how much he loved me and that he would always be looking over me. I immediately understood for it to be a suicide note. I called his older sister and asked for her to check up on him. She wasn't home at that moment. I decided to drive to his house to check up. When I got there, I knocked on the door a few times. No one answered. I went around the corner to his bedroom window and knocked there, and I saw that his curtains moved. He was definitely in there. I began shouting that he had better open up the door and explain his text to me. He eventually opened the door, and as soon as he did, I started scolding him on how ridiculous he was. He didn't say anything. He just nodded his head and said, Okay, sorry I scared you. I won't kill myself. The conversation ended there. Skip to about a week or two later, I haven't heard much from him, so I thought that he was doing better. I did not want to contact him in case it triggered him to be off his groove, assuming he was in a good groove to better himself. We had a lot of mutual friends. One day, our friends met up at a local bar and he happened to be there. He looked like a skeleton. His eyes had dark circles around them. His hands were scratched up. His skin was pale and it looked like he hadn't showered in days. I decided that I was not going to check in with him and just to let him be. At the end of the night, I guess he drank too much. Many of his closer friends had already left the bar. A good friend of ours came over to me and softly said that he thinks I should take him home. He explained that he knows we just broke up, but his hands were full. He had other friends to take home and my house was in his direction. I agreed. I didn't think too much of it. I helped my now ex-boyfriend get up. We walked to the car. He passed out as I was driving. We finally got to his house. I got to know his family and house enough, and I knew that by now his family was asleep, and the easiest way to his room would be to use the back door. I nudged him awake. He was awake just enough to stand up and drag his feet to the house. I got him to his room, and the first thing I noticed was just how cold his room was. It was so cold that I swear I could see my breath coming out. I didn't even bother to turn on the lights. It was a small room, and I knew pretty much where everything was. I threw him on his bed, put a blanket over him, and I tossed his keys on his desk, and then I started to make my way toward his door to get out. Suddenly... I felt this chilly wind swoop from my left shoulder to my right, and then I heard what sounded like a woman's voice whisper in my right ear. Bitch. I turned around a little confused. My ex was still passed out on his bed. I retraced my steps a little, and then I called out his name a few times to check if he was awake. Nothing. Again, I headed toward the door. And this time I heard a whisper on my left shoulder saying, Get out. That spooked me, so I darted toward the back door to exit. As I drove home, I thought about what just happened. I am a big skeptic, 
and thought of different ways how that could have happened. Maybe his phone was on. Maybe he was actually awake and was mad at me. I brushed it off and decided to just let it be. Fast forward to a few months later. I was at a house gathering with some friends and my ex came up as a topic. They told me that he has been texting this girl named Selena. I felt a little upset, maybe even jealous that he was able to start talking with someone so fast after the episode that he had put me through. But I tried not to let that bother me. My friends told me that they've never seen this girl and they can't seem to find her social media anywhere. I shrugged, pretending not to care. One weekend, my ex texted me saying that he had some of my things left at his place and if I wanted him to toss them or not. I told him that I would come over to grab them. They were just things like cute pillows, shoes, and a couple of my sweaters, but I still wanted them. When I got there, I expected him to have everything packed and ready for me to grab, but of course he did not. I figured it would be easy for me to just grab what I needed in his room and just get out. He stopped me midway before I crossed the door line to get inside the house and said, Okay, don't be mad, but Selena is here. I felt a rush of jealousy pass over me, but I kept my cool. It's been a few months and he is allowed to have whomever he wants over. I replied, that's fine, I'm in and out. I was more thankful that his parents weren't home, otherwise I would have felt a little embarrassed. He gave me a box while we walked toward his room. My eyes looked around, trying to see who the Selena girl is and how she was able to replace me so quickly. She was nowhere to be seen. My boyfriend led me to his room and stepped out. I suppose he went to find Selena. I could hear him saying, She's just here for a little bit. She's just grabbing stuff. Yeah, I don't even care about her anymore. It doesn't matter. Don't bother her. I rolled my eyes. Selena must be really shy or something because not once did I hear her voice. My ex and I had a framed picture of us faced down and crushed under some books on his desk. I had a quick thought about us coming back together again, and then I shook my head. I sighed and I turned around to grab my little pillows. All of a sudden, I felt something fling toward my back. It fell to the ground, and then I heard a crack. I heard quick little footsteps run out of the room behind me. I looked behind. The framed picture of us was now on the ground, and the glass was cracked. I shouted, Wow, you didn't have to do all of that. I could hear my ex's voice saying, For real, Selena? I already told you. Hearing that, I calmed myself a little. If it was Selena, I understood. I would not have wanted myself there either. It was awkward. I took a breath and slowly stepped out of his room to peek down the hallway, trying to get a glance at this new, aggressive girl he just took in. He was standing in front of his sofa, looking down at the seats with his hands crossed. The part that freaked me out was that there was no one next to him nor sitting down on the sofa. I managed to squeak out a little voice. I asked, Who, who are you talking to there? He looked annoyed and pointed to the sofa. This is Selena. Selena, that's my ex. Are you done now? Can you leave? She's getting frustrated. I stood there puzzled. Is this a trick? Is he psychologically ill right now? 
Should I get help? These things seriously only happen in movies. I did not bother to grab anything else. I just took whatever I had in my box with me and I left. That night, I texted his sister about Selena. His sister explained that she hears him talking to Selena on the phone every night, but she has never seen Selena. I asked her to just look out for him. As curious as I was, I knew my boundaries. I am an ex and am not supposed to be in his life anymore. Life went on for me. Again, because we had the same circle of friends, I heard that his family did a shaman thing on him, and it turned out that a ghost lady by the name of Selena took a liking to him since he was lonely and depressed. It seems she was encouraging him to kill himself so that they could be together forever. He has since received treatments for depression, and I'd like to think he's doing better now. I haven't heard from him or his family since. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.